You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Oh, let's talk about our Braves as Spencer Strider was on the hill today. It's Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Our man Grant McCauley covering spring training. And uh, Grant, it seems like Strider had a good day. How would you describe his outing today? Yeah, I think everything looked the way you want it to look. Fastball in the high 90s, good slider, still developing that change up. And, you know, three and a third uh, innings, just one mistake really for him in that game. Five strikeouts. You like to see that swing and miss? That's what Spencer Strider's known for. So as far as the boxes you want to check, getting that pitch count up towards 60 nearly now and three more exhibition starts to go at least as he gets ready for probably the number two spot in the rotation to open the year behind Max Fried. You spent a lot of time talking about him going to that third pitch, the article grant that was written in The Athletic, and it sounds like he's sticking to his guns. I mean, he just doesn't seem like he's got the, at least in the article, didn't tell like he had the confidence in the changeup, but if he could get the changeup from the same release point, wouldn't he be like, like Cy Young material? Yeah, I mean, I think he's Cy Young material anyway, just based on the historic way that he racks up strikeouts. I mean, there's just nobody else in the modern baseball era, really any baseball era, that was able to go into a starting rotation and over as long a period of time as he did, average over 13 strikeouts per nine and be the fastest pitcher to 200 strikeouts in the season period. I mean, those are some accolades that'll get you on that list for not just Rookie of the Year in the case last year, but also Cy Young. Uh, and, and as I look at this changeup, I mean, I don't think it's a pitch that he's not necessarily that he lacks confidence in, but it's kind of that work in progress. It's one that he was mixing in, um, you know, a little bit last year, but really wanted to bring into this season, make some changes and develop just another iteration, another wrinkle that pitchers, or excuse me, that hitters have to think about. But when you throw 99, 100 miles an hour with the kind of movement that he has and with the slider, this is the kind of outpitch that it is, he can, because of his stuff, have the opportunity to be more of a two-pitch pitcher than most starters have any business being. And that, I think, is just really what the foundation of his success is built on. Then you add in a changeup, and I think that's where he could take it next level and where you could start talking about perennially the Cy Young Award contender, Spencer Strider. All right. Right now, and I know we haven't started the season, you give the edge to the Mets with Verlander and Scherzer, or you say Max Fried and Strider can be right there. Who has the better starting rotation based on what we know right now? Because I think the Braves are better than people think they are. I think the Braves are better than people think they are. And if they're not better than the Mets, they're right there neck and neck with the Mets. And I know you've got to look at Philly and say, okay, well, they got Wheeler and Nola, and that's pretty powerful as well. And the rest of their rotation has a chance to maybe come in behind that and be pretty good as well. Marlins have some great young pitching. That's been something we've been saying for a while. And old that, that guy got that Alcantara guy, so he's not bad. <laughs> but as far as the, the Mets and the Braves, like head-to-head battle is concerned, I mean, the resumes of Verlander and Scherzer are going to end them in Cooperstown. That's where they're headed. But with right. Max Reed and Spencer Strider, then you layer on Kyle Wright behind that, and Charlie Morton, and you know we'll see what the rest of it looks like. I think that both of these, one through five, are going to be and are designed to be a strength of both of these clubs. But if you're just asking me which one in the year 2023 has a chance to really shine, I think the Braves have perhaps a little bit more upside than the Mets have because at some point, Father time, I mean, he's undefeated in all sports and in life, for that matter. So how long can you build on pitchers that are in the twilight of their career, no matter how special they've been? 
It is Grant McCauley. The kids call him G-Money, and he joins us here on the WadeFord.com hotline. I saw today in the game against uh, Puerto Rico that uh, Max Fried obviously was on fire as he's been. He's looked great all spring. And I don't know if you can confirm this, Grant, but the two of the hits he gave up, they said they were uh, grounders fielded by Vaughn Grissom. So I Yeah, guess- and that's just – yeah, that, that's the, really the only base runners that could get on against Max Fried were ones that, you know, if a play could be made by the shortstop, maybe they don't reach base. And, you know, that's just going to be kind of part of it for Vaughn. I know that you know, there have been some growing pains, if you want to call it that, as he's gone back to shortstop and tried to, I'm sure – mitigate the pressure that he might be feeling and, 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 you know, push it off to the side. But it's hard not to feel it, though, I, I would imagine, when you're trying to win a job like that. But, no, Freed's looked as good as he's, you know, looked at any point in the last few seasons and was expected to look just as good, you know, moving towards that opening day start, which he should be making three weeks from tomorrow. So, as we talk about uh, this lineup, Mike and I were having a discussion. Grant McCauley, our guest guys, down at spring training as we talk about all things Braves. We were talking about Ronald Acuna staying at the top of the lineup. It hasn't been as big of a discussion as maybe it was a couple of years ago. You have some other options. I still love him at the top of this lineup. I I don't have any problem, you know, with that. But I know some Braves fans are like, will he ever be the the third hitter in this lineup or the the cleanup guy? What are your thoughts on that, Grant? I don't think he needs to be because you have either Matt Olsen or Austin Riley locked in as those three and four hitters potentially. I know they've been batting Olsen second a lot. I don't think that's long-term where he slots in. I think that's a spot where eventually Michael Harris is going to end up. But as Michael Harris evolves as a hitter, maybe it gives you the options of thinking about, you know, flip-flopping. Maybe Acuna bats second and, and, and you have Michael Harris leading off. But I'm of the opinion, and I will be unless or until they come up with something better, that if it ain't broke, I'm not going to try to fix it. And I'm not looking at last year as the ceiling for Ronald Acuna Jr. I kind of look at that as the floor. I mean, it's the most mortal that we've seen Ronald look at any point in his four years in the major leagues up to that point. And when he's going and he's locked in, I mean, I just feel like, and I've talked to a lot of people around baseball about this, it just feels like something that elevates him and makes him feel locked in when he is that first hitter of the game. And so from the first pitch on, you feel like the Braves offense can get to work immediately because Ronald's done it so many times in his career, leading off games with home runs and just being a dynamic player. Maybe there's going to be some more stolen bases in his bag this year because those rules that have changed that we've talked about so much, that could be a dynamic we see even more. And I don't think there's a better base dealer on this club than Ronald Acuna Jr. either. There's some other speedy guys, but he just does so much. And if you look at the 2021 season when he was on basing and, and into the 2020 season at a near 400 clip, I would love to have a 400 on base percentage and that power and that speed at the top of my lineup, getting as many at-bats as possible. Because to sum up this whole thesis I've got going here, the best player on your team should be getting the most played appearances and the best hitter on the team, best player on the team, is still Ronald Acuna Jr. And I know that we've kind of created the well, – yeah, it's not a narrative, but without Dansby now, I mean, this is the year where you need this guy to play 155 games, right, and just do all that stuff you talked about. Oh, absolutely. And I don't think anybody wants to play, you know, 162 games more so than perhaps Ronald Acuna Jr. this year. I mean, Ozzie Albies will give him a run for his money. He always wants to be out there. And I think that's been kind of part of the culture for the Braves the past few years. I know some of that was attributed to – Freddie Freeman, whether it was good-natured or otherwise, kind of ribbing guys about wanting to take days off and everybody needing to be out there every single day that they can be, every inning that they can be. You know, I'm not saying that you have to play every single game without fail, but that should be the mindset, right? That should be the goal is I want to be out there competing with my teammates and winning baseball games, and that's what it's all about. And I think the Braves have done a nice job of developing a culture of that, and we'll see how many guys play all 162. But to your point, 
every day that you can have Ronald Acuna Jr. out there healthy, he has a chance to do something special on the baseball field and perhaps something that nobody else on this team and maybe nobody else in the National League can do. He is that kind of dynamic player. What about Elder today? Not a whole lot in his performance that really kind of leans either way towards what he could be as far as fifth starter, like his candidacy, it didn't go up, but it didn't you know fall off the page either. But a couple of hits, one home run that belonged to George Springer, but three strikeouts as well across his three innings. So, yeah, he did a little bit, and I think obviously looked a lot better than that first one, that big clunker against the Yankees, I think kind of you know, had the perception perhaps, and especially that ERA, which is hovering around seven. There was a lot of damage when the first four hitters reach against you and you give up a grand slam home run to start your spring. But I think he's pitched better than that since and will continue to get those opportunities and those reps to show that, you know, he could be a guy that could make some sense in the fifth spot of the rotation. But we saw Ian Anderson finally show a little bit of swing and miss in his most recent appearance as well. And if you could see some more of that, it would start making you feel a little bit more comfortable about the options that we talked about all winter and all spring long about somebody stepping up in that fifth spot. Hey, Grant, with the big names playing in the uh, the World Baseball Classic, I think it was kind of funny. Snicker joked around that you'd probably get somebody to go send, get some autographs on that Dominican lineup that they played the other day. Yeah. You, you think this is going to have more juice this year? I do, and I think that you know not having it, it's gone away for a little while. So you know maybe we're able to kind of get fresh eyes on this tournament. And I know Major League Baseball wants it to be you know a bigger deal than it is. I think it's hard. And really difficult, the most difficult to get pitchers and teams to sign off on pitchers going to this World Baseball Classic. I mean, some guys are going to be there. Other guys are just going to bow out. They're not going to go. And I know Syndergaard said something a few years ago about not wanting to participate. And Major League Baseball was really disappointed at the perception that that puts on, you know, especially the U.S. players, about just not wanting to go be involved in this thing. But you look at some of these other clubs and you know, some of the action that we're seeing in the early going and some of these exhibitions. I mean, there's a lot of pride. I mean, you got Mike Trout finally playing for Team USA. I think that's a big deal. Right. And I would love to see the Trout-Otani matchup potentially. I'd love to see if Team USA can defend that title that it took them so long to win. It took them several tries to, to get that World Baseball Classic Championship that you would think that Team USA would always have a chance of being in that finals. It just wasn't the case. So there's a lot of passion for baseball around the world. And this truly, if you think about it, it doesn't have the history and the stakes of it, but this is a true World Series. It's just weird to be talking about it in the middle of March. It's hard to get everybody, I think, into the postseason mindset at this point in the year. And Grant, not to throw cold water on it, but if you're an Angels fan, do you really want Trout doing extra wear and tear? Well, I mean, Trout, Otani, really anybody. I mean, I guess, I mean, if you're a Braves fan, Ronald Acuna Jr. started in center field for Venezuela yesterday. It's his first start in center field since 2021. So there are a lot of things that can go on in this tournament that could think or make you think, well, I don't know, but that's baseball. That's sports. That's life. I mean, things can happen. I mean, football players get hurt in practice. Baseball players get hurt, you know, away from the field at times. And, you know, some guys, they – sneeze while they're in the shower and they're out for six weeks because they strain their oblique. This weird stuff has happened. People try to iron a shirt while they're wearing it. There's all kinds of urban right. legends about weird injuries that can go on. But either way, um, I think you just got to throw caution to the wind. And if the player wants to go out there and do it, then I, I think you got to let him do it if you want to really tap into what the World Baseball Classic is capable of being. Grant McCauley, tell the people where they can find your stuff. And more importantly, uh, from the diamond, man, I, I, I am enjoying it, you know, as we build up towards the season. Uh, when, when is the show on? Yeah, well, thank you so much. So from the diamond will be coming your way live every Sunday on 92.9 The Games. Occasionally there's a basketball game. We'll be on right after. But usually 5 to 7 p.m. If you do happen to miss any of that and the great guests and all the good stuff I have going on, you can find it wherever you get your podcast. And for all the links to everything you need at Grant McCauley on Twitter, you can generally find them there. 
Oh, here we go. There it is. Grant McCauley, have a great day. Hmm. Hey, Mets, you didn't win. You didn't beat us in the East, and you've got two aging pitchers. Mike, I can't wait till the season Go blow your trumpet, you jabroni. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.